Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here working hard together to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is a coaching and consulting firm. What we do is we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income using everything from single family homes to little apartments to big 500 unit apartment complexes, big self-storage complexes, senior living hotels, strip shopping centers. If it's real estate backed and it produces cash flow, we're investing in it. And it, and the whole concept, and I got a few emails from people asking about this, it was Warren Buffett who said, uh, never rely on a sole source of income, always invest to create a second. That's the guy I'm always talking about. And you have to know that he was not referring to stocks gold, silver, crypto, because they don't produce cash flow. He wanted a second stream of income, so he was referring to businesses and real estate. And what we do on this show is discuss a certain level of education, if you will, for you to get the ideas necessary to make a decision on whether you want to start building the second stream of income with real estate. If you look at the statistics, 95% of Americans are failing to retire in the United States by age 65. Only 5% are able to do so. But the good news is you can study the 5% and find out, guess what, they've all got a second stream of income. So that's what we're doing. Today I'm going to bring a guest on that is a multifamily property manager, and we're going to talk about the different classes of property that there are, try to get her to define what she sees as the easiest to run. We're also going to talk about some of the things that property managers should know before you ever hire them. Her name is Caroline Kane, and you can find her online at Prosperity MGT, which is short for Prosperity Management, ProsperityMGT.com. Um, so let me go ahead and bring her on. Caroline, thanks a lot for coming on today. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Steve. No problem. So I said we probably weren't going to talk about this, but let's hit some negatives first. They're talking about inflation, and they tell you it's 3%, 8%. In the apartment industry, <laughs> that's not what we're seeing. No, it's not. We're seeing, what did you say? It was 600% on... Freon. Freon, yeah. 600% increase in price on Freon, 400% on insurance. Yep. List a few more of them you listed for me. Uh, utilities. So our electric costs have doubled in the last, and I'm, I'm going back about three and a half years. So you're looking at basically a 100% increase on utilities. You're looking at a, a 400% increase on uh, insurance. Uh, and Freon and other parts. We were talking about appliances. Uh, dishwasher 
just four years ago, for you to get the basic bottom-of-the-line dishwasher with a door and a dial was about $260 plus tax. Today, it's $600 <laughs> plus tax. So I'm not sure where they're coming up with these numbers. It's just 2% or 3% or 8%. It's crazy out there. So what's happening with us is we're having to find better and better deals to be able to even do them because of these higher costs. Uh, what is your, I know this is not your expertise, but you may have an opinion. When are the insurance prices going to go back? So it's my understanding that because both Travelers and Lloyds of London have pulled out of the Texas market, that all the little guys were left to make those coverages. So just two years ago, you had Lloyds of London that was still in the market they covered about 60% of most deals, and it was uh, an aggregate policy, right, where there was 60% covered by Lloyd's, and then the other 40% might be covered by two or three other smaller underwriters. Well, since Lloyd's has bailed out and Travelers has bailed out, the little ones are price gouging. It's literally illegal. Right. Um, but we don't have any choice. And, it, you know, I'm going back to the corporations. Uh, these are major corporations held by BlackRock and Vanguard, and I know that's a very deep conversation. But um, we're, we're left holding the bag by these very deliberate actions of these corporations, and, and it's, it's affecting us. But, you know, the, the bloodbath um, for a lot of these sellers is, is about to hit, which will be a great time to invest. We just have to make sure that the numbers are right. Yeah, and I my theory is there's going to be a backlash um, almost against these insurance companies, and they're going to have to lower it just to get the business two years, maybe three years out. So the deals that we're buying now with the higher interest rates and the higher insurance rates, um, imagine when the insurance drops and the interest rates drop, the cash flow, how it's going to affect the cash flow and the net operating, well, yeah, even the net operating income. So those values will go back up, but that's going to be after, as you call it, the bloodbath that's coming. Why don't you describe uh, a little bit about your theory about this bloodbath? Um, I'm seeing these adjustable rate mortgages killing people, yep. the balloon note mortgages killing people. Is that is that what you're talking about? Yes, and then part three is taxes and insurance. Uh, yeah. I know, you know, we, we lost a lot of properties, um, properties that we'd had for years and years and years that I thought would never sell, um, and prices just went through the roof after COVID. I mean, who would have predicted that, that yeah, our delinquencies bizarre. were outrageous, but, you know, values almost doubled. I mean, at least 50% increase in, in values. Um, and so many of those properties that wound up selling during that time are not cash flowing because of taxes and insurance. You know, they're doing the best that they can to manage expenses, and if you really batten down, you might get it under control, but you have no control over those taxes and insurance. You can try and fight your taxes. You might be partially successful, but the insurance, you're, we're just getting bent over, and excuse my friends for that, yeah. but that, that is the truth. Um, and you can go to two or three different carriers. The best that I have seen is about seventeen fifty a door, and I would say that what is average in Harris County right now is $2,000 a door. I just... For those of you who don't realize how ridiculous this is, I just insured a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home for about $1,700. And you're paying that for an 800-square-foot apartment, right? That's right. It, and that's a good ludicrous. deal. It's ludicrous. 
and that's a good deal. Ludicrous. So let's talk about the classes you got, A, B, C, and D. And I think that the consensus is that D class is dangerous. You know, my, my rule is this. If you have to carry a gun to pick up your rent, you pick the wrong property. I agree with that. Unless you can get that D to a C, if the, if the area right. is good and your property is the problem, go for it, right? I mean, just plan on your, you know, stripping it down so that your occupancy goes down to probably 50%. Uh, and then and then fill it up with the right people. Uh, it's a very costly thing to do. People think, oh, you know, I'm just going to empty it out. Wow, well, then you don't have any cash flow. Um, so it's a very costly thing to do. Just make sure it's included in your underwriting. So if you've got a D that you can bring up to a C or a C plus, go for it all day long. Just make sure your underwriting is correct. My favorite class is B. I, and I, I love a 1980s build all day, every day. They all have washer-dryer connections already. Yep. Um, they're larger units. Some of them have high ceilings. It's my favorite build. Well, let me stop you because we got to go to break. Hold that thought and let's continue that because that's interesting about the 80s properties. All right. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show with my special guest, Caroline Kane. You can find her online at prosperitymanagement.com, prosperitymgt.com. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm here with my special guest, Caroline Kane of Prosperity Management Services. She is a multifamily, pretty much an expert because she's been running them for so long. Um, and we're talking about some of the things going on in the marketplace. And we were, when we went to break, you were bringing up the point that the 80s construction was really suited for what people want right now, which is the washer-dryer connections, a little bit larger Go on with that thought, please. I, you know, I think they're fantastic. The, the build is quality. I mean, I, I've managed every asset class and year that there is. I've probably been involved with 120 properties in my 30 years. Wow. Um, and 80s is the most solid. I would say late 70s is probably the worst. Um, 60s, 50s and 60s have issues just because the closets are small. There's always something, you know, that makes it difficult to sell. Sure. Um, so 80s, 90s. 90s and early 2000s were a little flimsy, in my opinion. They can be renovated and they can be done solidly, but you know I think that your best value is in the 80s construction. They were built to last. Um, I do like the things that have been coming out probably since about 2015. Those are quality built, but of course you know you're looking at a whole different price point. Oh yeah. It's not value add, right? And and that may be the card right now until until prices come down. Well, it's interesting. A lot of people have come to me and, and said, well, I'm going to move to all A-class properties because it's easier to run. My experience is A-class is not easier to run because the expectations of the tenants are so doggone high that it's, ri it's ridiculous. Yes. I'm with you. I actually like the high Cs, low to mid Bs. Those, to me, middle America, they pay their own bills, 
and I loved that class, those classes, I should say. Um, but I, I do believe it's a false belief that A class is the easiest. Um, the other thing is I'm noticing is that A class can be a very ego-based purchase. I see them bragging about, oh, I've got a hundred palm trees and four swimming pools. Yeah, what's your cash flow? <laughs> there right. is none. That, exactly. See, I brag about cash flow, not palm trees and swimming pools. That's right. So, yeah, I, I just now there are exceptions. One of our members is buying an A-class property, but it's seven million dollars below its current appraisal value. So I can see that. But you've got to get a deep discount on those A-class properties if you're going to get any cash flow. And it it depends upon the market because you start to get into uh, a market that is A plus class and you've got to have all kinds of services mm -hmm. and your payroll is very top heavy just just to administer it. So your administration and payroll is much, much higher than an A minus property. So you may ha even have two properties built the same year. One is, you know, 2020, 2020 and the other one's 2020. But one, one is Interloop, um, you know, Galleria, Midtown that's going to be an A plus at it, where you've got to have all of these services for the residents on, on site dry cleaners, um, lots and lots of services. Whereas you could have an A property that's in Cyprus that really just has a, a workout facility, a pool, a coffee bar, and just minimal sure. amenities. And so the cost to run one versus the other is apples and oranges because you, it really is like a country club. You're no longer running an apartment complex. You're running a country club. Yeah, mine even has Amazon delivery. I have an app, and I go, I'll be home at 3 o'clock. At 3.15, they show up with all my Amazon packages. And that's a really good service. But I, I couldn't live without it almost. Right. Um, what do you think is the number one amenity that you're charging additional for to raise the NOI? What's your favorite amenity? Uh, you know, we charge trash pest and all all your major utilities uh, we do charge for garages and and storage so we've you know even in some of these properties where there's just a, a storage unit that we're not using we wind up charging you know a couple hundred bucks for that if it's a good sized one so and, and doing build outs if you've got dead space we do try and add a unit or add something to to generate revenue so that you don't have we have we have an extra large shop at one of these properties and i can get two apartments out of that and just keep a small portion for the shop offices that's the same deal if you've got a thousand square foot office on you know 150 unit property you don't need that hmm. take half of it make an efficiency take the other half for the office and you got you know 750 bucks a month for this efficiency apartment so i'm always looking at ways to bring in more money yeah i like the way you rattle those off too really shows the amount of experience that you've got um by the way if anybody has a question for Caroline, feel free to call 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. You can also email me, and I'll read the question to her. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Yeah, so this, the, the, I want the listeners to make sure you understand as rough as this sounds we make money in both the up and down markets we actually make more money during the crash so 
whenever it's an up market, I'm always praying for a crash. But when it's a crash market, I'm praying for the up market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never happy. But you make money in both the up and down markets if you know what you're doing. So I don't want anybody listening to this to go, ooh, this is scary. I just wanted to get the facts out there about what's going on in the marketplace and why there's going to be some tremendously good deals coming up. And you're thinking the next eight months, huh? Oh, yes. I've yeah. got I've got reports. I use Yardy Matrix. A lot of people use CoStar, and that's a third-party data reporting service. Uh, and I can run reports to, that tell me sure. what loans are about to adjust, loans that are coming up, you know, in default. So, and, and the list gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Every day. Yep. Every day. It's coming. It's coming. And, and we need it, right? We've got a lot of investors right now that don't have anything to do with their money. And I'm sure there's a lot of listeners right now that are thinking the same thing. Yep. Um, it's coming, guys. So get ready. Get, have your money in place. You know, if you're not a member of Total Wealth Academy, then go ahead and join some great people over here. Steve, I've known for probably 15 years. Um, fantastic mentor group to get it done for you to make sure that your money is well placed. Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, I guess the uh, this is such a political station, and you just kind of dropped the bombshell that you're running for Congress. <laughs> I think I want to bring it up before the end of this break which I did. <laughs> What's the website for your congressional run? It's carolinecaneforcongress.com. Caroline Kane, Kane. which is K-A-N-E, but if you misspell it, you'll find it that Ooh, way too. Yeah, it autofills. carolinecaneforcongress.com. And, and there's a lot more I want to do with the website. You know, the campaign just brings a lot of experience and activities and videos. And so I need, I need to upload some more things. But I'm, I'm America first. I'm pro-small business. Corporations are killing America. We just got to get it back. Um, we've gone off the guardrails. And our federal government is far too top-heavy. Talking about top-heavy payroll, that's exactly what we have going on in the federal government right now. And I, I really want a federal government that's 75% smaller than what it is right now. Wow, that's huge. We don't need these agencies. They're weaponized against us. What yep. is the FDA doing for us, for our benefit? What's the EPA doing with these land grabs? We've got, you know, FEMA trying to take everybody's land in Hawaii. They're constantly working against us. And there's a lot of legislation, if you go back in time, that has allowed this. They stripped us very slowly of our constitutional rights, our right to property, our right to freedom, not to be infringed upon. And there's just a lot of legislation that got us to this point that needs to be undone. So I'm not, I'm not about making new legislation. I'm about to use what we have or repeal what we have. Um, you know, the, we have monopolies, you know, antitrust laws. Those need to be put into place to ensure free market economy because we don't have a free market economy anymore. You and I, you know, we're, we're, we have small businesses, but it's few and far between. We drive down the street right now, and how many of those small businesses are shuttered permanently? Yeah. There's so much damage that's been done, and it's just moved the money up up the ladder to corporations. Picture of you with Governor Abbott. Um, small government, secure borders, affordable cost of living, affordable health care, personal freedom. That's always a huge one for me. Bright futures and a strong America. What's your? I, I'm just <laughs> affordable health care. What does it look like for you? Uh, so I really want to privatize all of it. I want to repeal Obamacare. 
And so without getting too radical on the website, that's what my plan is to repeal Obamacare. It didn't, it, nothing became more affordable when we passed Obamacare. And so all we did was turn our doctors into administrators. So when I repeal Obamacare, everything becomes more affordable. So, I, you know, with that particular one, it kind of markets to both sides of the aisle. It's, the incumbent is a Democrat, so I need, I need to appeal to those folks, too. Sure. Um, so yeah, because I, I, I was really, going, that's why I pulled it out, because conservative, 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 uh, questionable. Yeah, I want to get rid of Obamacare, and I want, I want, I want it to be fully privatized. I, I don't want the government having your information, your medical information. It's all shared with the federal government at this point. Wow. You are you are a number they share between providers, um, and and we that does nothing for our privacy. We have no privacy right now, none. That I agree with. The whole the whole system is weaponized against us. So I I'll talk to my campaign team about that and changing that verbiage because if it's giving you a flag, it's giving other people flags. Yeah, the if you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can just uh, Obamacare caused outrageous health issues. No, it is said there. If I'd have read okay. a little further, I don't think you need to change anything. Okay. Because I, I was just reading and scanning it. But if I had read that first sentence, there's plenty there. Now okay. I know what you're saying. All right, good. Because I, I agree with you. I remember them going, everybody's insurance is going to drop. Mine went up. Oh, mine went up 16% that year as a company. Yeah. 16%. Went up. Yep. Crazy. From year to year. All right. You can find her at Caroline Kane for Congress. Dot com Caroline Kane K A N E for Congress.com. All right, we'll be back with more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Caroline Kane. Uh, there's two websites, carolinekaneforcongress.com, that's Kane, K-A-N-E, or is it Prosperity? I'm sorry. It is Prosperity. Yeah. Prosperity Management, which is prosperitymgt.com, where you can find her for help with property management. Uh, multifamily. So while we were chatting, you threw a wonderful little speech at me and I stopped you. <laughs> Why is real estate the best investment? So apartment management, so multifamily management, you are creating income for yourself and your investors every month. I'm not saying out the door you're going to cash flow. It depends upon what kind of an asset you're buying and what your pro forma looks like. But I'm going to say minimum 12 months in, it will be cash flowing and feeding you and your family and your investors' families. Then, never in time has real estate been worth less than it was five years earlier. We've taken dips, right? A small dip here and there. But over time, if you do a five-year hold, it is 99% probability it's going to be worth more. And if things keep doing what they're doing now, it's going to be worth a lot more, a lot more. And so, you, you know, it's almost like double dipping. 
It is. And so you could go buy, you know, a nail salon or something and maybe sell it on the end for, you know, I don't know, $30,000. Or you can invest in real estate. And it's a, it's a sure thing, right? So even if the, even if the management company goes away or you're not leasing anymore or what have you, you go to sell, you're going to get your money back regardless. It's almost like it's guaranteed money. Yeah. It's the smartest thing right now. You know, the dollar is a mess. Uh, I'm, I don't know if anybody knows that, but it's a mess. Um, and you've got to have assets in this market because our banking system is a disaster. We've got BRICS nations that are threatening our dollar. You've got to have assets. Your money sitting, sitting in the bank is a very dangerous place for it to be right now. It needs to be in, in assets, whether it's, you know, you buy a car or you, you know, invest in several different apartment complexes. You can do this very easily as a passive investor. You don't have to do very much. You know, you have a, a front end conversation. Make sure that you're getting into the right deal. You hand them some money and you collect checks. And it's that simple. And you've got your money in, in an asset rather than sitting in the bank, which is for me. And, you know, maybe I'm crazy. That's a very dangerous place you know, to have your money right now. Well, there was an article I read not too long ago about what are the banks doing with people's money anyway? They're going and buying real estate with it. You know, the people think, and I always thought like this as a kid, you know, you give your money to a bank, they put it in a vault for safekeeping. No, they don't. No, they don't. They They go buy real estate. And they lend it out 10 times. Yeah, that's right. 10 10 times. times. So I know that the and the insurance companies are doing the same thing. The two biggest real estate owners in the U.S., banks and insurance companies, and they're doing it for a reason. It's stable, and the point you make, they always get their money back. It's guaranteed money. That's right. Guaranteed money. The, let's talk about the personal residence. If you buy a home, people always ask me, which is better, renting or buying is always better because you get a check at the end. You're not making any money because you've got taxes, insurance, everything. But if you buy a house for 200 and 30 years later sell it for 600, you're going to have a check for 600. If you go rent for 30 years, what kind of a check do you get at the end of you're 30 years? You're throwing the money in the garbage can. Nothing. So it is better, but it's almost like a savings program more than a investment. And that's why we assault the idea that your biggest investment is your home. No, your biggest expense is your home. So you can, but it's still better than renting. Um, what else would you share with the listener? If you, if this were your show, what'd you be talking about right now? So you need to make sure that you have someone like Steve or a broker, broker or someone like me who has a database and can watch these properties that are, that are, threatened by foreclosure or threatened by a balloon note, threatened by um, a bridge loan, right? Because a lot of these bridge loans they got, you know, three years ago at probably 8%. Well, it's about to go to a permanent loan and that permanent loan is going to be at 8%. They thought that they were going to pull money out and they probably promised their investors that, that they were going to pull money out at the refi. They were going to refi at two and a half, three percent that was what the expectation was and that's just not going to happen and so um, it is quite possible that they have been holding on by a thread with taxes and insurance and expenses um, and and they can't hold on anymore I'm seeing that over and over and over again people that are they're they're just you know they're feeding the property to keep the doors open yeah and they are gonna have to take a loss there's a lot of properties out there like that which again though for the listener that means an opportunity 
for us to buy those properties at deep discounts. That's right. I know I heard about a foreclosure the other day where the bank actually sold it for over a million dollars less than the note they foreclosed on. Just ridiculous. They shouldn't have foreclosed. They should have worked with the owner, <laughs> in my opinion. I don't know a lot about it, but um, why not work with the owner, lower the interest rate, keep the uh, payments coming in. Instead, they lost, I think it was over, maybe it was over $2 million. On how large of a property? That I don't know. I just heard those yeah, numbers. Two million on, you know, a sixty yeah. million dollar property is not a lot. But yeah. if it's two million on a five million dollar property, that is a lot. And that would that would be a stupid move. All right. If you've got a question for Caroline about property management, uh, give us a call two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. That's two eight one five five eight K S E V or you can email me. I'll get her the question. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And if you have any other question, doesn't have to be about property management, um, one of us can answer it. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. So what's the biggest complex you've ever managed? 928 units. Good Lord. Was that in Houston? <laughs> it was in Dallas. It was called the Wildflower. And, and was that uh, an A-class? No, it was the C class, and and the company that I worked for at that time still has that asset, and it's a monster. They managed it essentially as three properties, out of one office. But you had you know a, an assistant manager over one phase, an assistant manager over a second phase, and, a, and an assistant manager over a third phase. You had leasing professionals for each each phase, and then one manager that kind of oversaw that. It was it was a, a beast. That's a monster. We we called it the wild one. <laughs> and was it an 80s build or something newer? Uh, I think it was late 70s, 1978. Not not fantastic build, but, um, you know, we kept it up well. Three pools. And then when you, well, let's, uh, let's ask a, you, let's take a smaller complex, say a couple hundred units. How many people does it take to run that? I'm going to say it's 200 units. I'm going to say it's six. Six. Are those all full-time? Actually, you can probably do it with five. So three outside, which is your maintenance assistant, which can act as a make-ready and a porter. So that make-ready and porter are going to work together a lot to get the units online. Gotcha. So three outside, contract out the maid service. You can hire a maid, and that might, that might be that extra person, uh, housekeeper, maid. Um, and then you got the manager and the leasing agent. And manager and leasing. Uh, yeah, I think that you can do it with two. And if it's a distressed property, guys, in the beginning, you might want to have a third person in there. If, you know, it's all handmade leases, I've seen that. It depends upon how much administration you've got to clean up when you take over that property. But if it's running well, um, you, can, you can do it with two people. Yeah, and most distressed properties are not run well, so you probably do need that third need party yes. almost every time. I know everything. Most deals that I've been in were heavy rehabs. 30% vacant when we got them, 50% after we scared everybody off and started the construction, and we still had to remove another 10% drugs, thugs, and prostitutes. Um, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and you, so you need, you know, even though then you're sitting there half empty, you need that third person, yep. and you're going to have to have that person until you hit about 95% occupied, maybe 90 
and then you can cut down to two. On your properties you're managing, what's the average occupancy? I just took over one that is distressed, and that one's at 84. The others are 94 to 96. It's really, the listener needs to be aware, it's almost impossible to get above 95, 96 because you got people moving out every month and people moving in 15 days later or 20 days later. So you're never going to have 100% occupancy. Now, for fun, I had a little 22-unit. That one year I had 115% occupancy because (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Smith would move out and they would hand the keys to their cousin who I had checked out. Right. They'd move out on the 15th. They'd move in on the 16th. And they'd already paid the rent, but I was charging this guy rent. It was crazy how uh, the the waiting list for that little deal. And you ready for this? Telephone road and, and 610. Wow. But a nice, clean little asset, right? Everybody oh, yeah. wanted to live there. I, That's kind of the key. The reason it was is because I put seven grand a unit in it. That's right. When I bought it, so it became the the shiny penny on the street that everybody wanted. That's right. Then, the other the the nice thing about it was the other people on the street came to me and offered me their property. So I bought a twenty three unit, a forty unit, a ten unit, all on the same street. Had one woman swear to you leased all of them all of them she managed all of them oh yeah she was oh, yeah. unbelievable no, that's fantastic that's how you do it so guys if you're listening if you want to get a couple of smaller properties like two or three and they're all together you can do that you can share the staff and it saves money otherwise these small properties it's very expensive for payroll i would say the smallest thing between me and you and defense post 120 units smallest thing you would buy is 120 yep gotcha Okay, we got to go to break. We'll talk more after the break with Caroline Kane. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I almost wish you guys could hear her talk when I'm on break. (laughs) She's great. Um, Okay. So we've figured out, we've solved many problems, many of the world's problems during the break. Um. I just have, I I never get political on this show, but what do you think about taxes? I've got to hear you say that on the air. So I think taxation is theft. I think that property (laughs) taxes are are theft. I think that income taxes are theft. Um, There is plenty of money, and I have talked to the powers that be. Many of our elected representatives, there are many people, um, including Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick wants to make sure that we don't have property taxes in Texas. The problem is we have to completely rework the budget. I mean, I, so that's the thing. They come up with these budgets and it's just a blueprint from the last one with a few adjustments. The entire thing has to be reworked. But we had a $20 billion surplus That's last incredible. Year. $20 billion. There's plenty for all of us not to pay property taxes. And so instead, no, they're going after little old ladies, you know, 80 years old, been in their house for 50 years, and she can't afford to pay her property taxes, so they put her out on the street. 
And that's happening. It really is legitimately happening. So uh, in terms of you want to talk about the, the, the IRS and the income taxes, my plan is to get rid of 75% of our agencies and bureaucracy. They're weaponized against us. Um, and tax imports, which is how it all was before 1913 and the IRS and the Fed came into being. So instead we have subsidized China to build everything for us. They import essentially for free. We have moved all of our manufacturing over there. And when you think about the numbers, it's radical because in the 80s, 80% of the world's steel came from the United States. Today, 8% of the world's steel comes from the United States. Such that we are sending all of these weapons and armory to Ukraine, and we can't build more. We're going to have the Chinese Communist Party build our armaments and our weapons to defend our nation. It's a dire strait. So buy real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She always knows how to twist it back to real estate. Put that spin back to real estate. Okay. All right. We are in the final segment. So if you've got a question for Caroline, uh, give us a call. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Rob emailed he wants to learn how to build a second stream of income. What's his first step? I would go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class there. That's the first step. TotalWealthAcademy.com, click on the free sample class. About an hour and a half, you can watch it online or if you're in Houston, live at our home office in Houston. Uh, this next email is just a sales pitch of some type. I can't even tell what the product is. So, what are? Tell me a little bit about your investments. Are you a passive investor, active, or what are you doing with real estate? I am a passive in one of my deals. It was something cool. that yeah. you're managing. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that's a good position to be in. Well, thank you, and uh, it was it was purchased well, so we we will be very successful with this property. <laughs> I would yeah. love for all my property managers <laughs> to have to be invested in the deal. Hey, put up a hundred grand. Help yeah. me buy the property, and you get to run it. Okay, because that makes you pay attention, doesn't it? It does. It does. But, you know, money money isn't growing on trees right now. And, I, you know, we've lost a lot of business in the last 24 months. So I, my, my pocketbook isn't as fat as it used to be. Yeah. I'm grateful to be invested, you know, very grateful to be invested. That will make me some good money when times are tough. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Um, it, it's a good long-term hold on this deal. Um, it had tax credits on it. And so that's something to throw out to you guys. Um, I am not a fan of the government, obviously, um, but the tax credits expire in a year. So we got a major discounted price because it's a tax credit prof- property, but we only have to deal with those tax credits for another year. The rents are super high because the median income in Houston is very high. It's like $79,000. So our rent restrictions are almost like being not restricted. Um, and so the, the property is going to do, it's going to make us all a lot of money. Yeah, this is kind of on a different subject, but they did an article the other day in a little video about how to save a million dollars for retirement if you make 80 grand a year. So we looked it up. Only 12% of Americans make 80 grand a year or more. So they're only talking to 12% of the people. And even then, at one point, you know what you had to save? 50% of your income 
to end up with a million bucks. I mean, saving your way to retirement just is so ineffective. And when you invest in real estate and you build that second stream of income, it's just so much more effective and life-changing because you have that cash flow coming in, whether it's a refi every couple of years, and then you divide it out over how many months you've held it. Because I was at 2008, I was in about 4,000 units passively, and the market crashed. All my property values dropped. I made the same amount of money every month anyway. Yeah. Even though my values had dropped, the cash flow was still there. And that's not something that happens when the stock market drops or gold and silver drop or crypto drops. It's a totally different scenario when you're in real estate. Um, in a perfect world, what would be your favorite property? I, I know you're saying the B, the high C's to mid B's. Is that your favorite or is B your favorite? I like 80s construction. And, and okay. so it could be a C property that's 80s construction. You do, you know, a, a value add play on it and turn it into a B. Um, little maintenance, right? Because it's got PVC piping. You don't have the problems with your plumbing that you have on an older property. Right. And more bang for the buck, more, 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 pri better price per pound than anything else, really, for me. So, l l low expense because it's a solid build. Yeah, that's interesting. I know that you can't really decide. I'm just thinking out loud. You can't really say I'm only going to buy stuff from the 80s. No, you can't. But you, you can't. if you do see one, it's worth a little more to you. The one, the one that I'm invested in is is uh, a 90s construction. It's nothing fancy. I think 80s construction is is prettier. It's a pretty prettier aesthetically uh, pleasing than than the than this '90s. It's more like a box. Do you remember Harold Farb? I do. <laughs> For those of you that are not in the front. from the '80s, I remember his sign. He was holding that little uh, blueprint, and he was in a suit, and it was just his silhouette. Was on every apartment over there in Sharpstown. Mm -hmm. I mean, he yep. controlled that entire side of town. I've managed and, several of those over the years. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm just rambling now. Uh, but Harold Farb got that name. They were well well built. But that's typically end of the 60s, maybe early 70s. It's the later 70s you really want to stay away from, guys, I'm telling you. Um, well, when did the uh, lead-based paint stop? 78. 78. Yeah. Because I remember having to do... a. What is it called? Abatement? Lead, lead abatement? It's where they go in and you have to paint everything over. Remediation. Remediation. That's the word I was looking for. Sorry. Are we uh, sure it was lead? It wasn't asbestos? I've never had to do that. And I've, I've done a lot. Yeah, it was lead. It was lead. So it was the, it wasn't abatement. You, you had the right word. Remediation. But I had that little tin unit did have lead paint. We had to paint everything over. The well, entire not, complex. Not terrible, but yeah, a lot better than ripping off uh, asbestos siding. Yes, yeah, very expensive. Very, Boring. very expensive. Okay, everybody, we're at the end of the show. Uh, remember, you if you've got property management needs, multifamily, go to prosperitymanagement.com. The management is simply MGT. Prosperity MGT. 
com. If you're interested in her political views, <laughs> go to <laughs> Caroline Kane for Congress dot com, and that's Kane with a K, K A N E. Thank you, Caroline, for coming on the show. Thank you, Steve. A lot of fun. Y'all All right, everybody, day. have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.